Blog Talk Radio. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com.
very pressing hot that has once been destroyed can never come again into being, nor can the dead ever be brought back to life. Welcome to the Resolution Radio Network at ResolutionRDO.com. You are listening to the St. Thomas Show, and I am your host, Sonny Thomas. If you want to call in and listen out, it's area code 607-203-5423. It's area code 607-203-5423. Two or three. This is a new year, 2023, and if you didn't get a chance to check out the show last week, I interviewed Lisa Haven. It's been a while since I've done it, <clears throat> and we were able to catch up with her on a lot of stuff, so that was uh, pretty cool. But um, before we jump into any current events, I do want to focus on, um, uh, sadly, <laughs> uh, we've lost yet another musician and an icon in his own right, Jeff Beck of um, – Notary fame of being in the Yardbirds as well as the Jetpack Group, uh, also playing with Rod Stewart, uh, many other artists as well over the over the 50 plus years of his musical career, um, has passed away. And I was just uh, just found out about it myself prior to showtime, and I was like, oh shit, that always kind of sucks. But uh, we're gonna play some of his music um, throughout the show tonight, and. Um, some of them is more and more recent albums, uh, Emotion and Commotion, as well as some of his classic stuff uh, from back in the day. But um, we're definitely going to start off with uh, one of my favorite songs from him, actually, which is an instrumental, is uh, Rice Pudding. And we'll be back right after these brief messages. <laughs>
All right. Welcome back to the Resolution Radio Network, resolutionrdo.com. You are listening to St. Thomas Show, and I am your host, St. Thomas. So we're playing a little bit of Jeff Beck here because the icon uh, passed away the other day, and we want to try to um, capture some of his music uh, because of the fact that he's influential to a lot of rock artists that we know of. And uh, it's actually some very interesting stuff uh, over the years that he's recorded. And it's always, again, uh, it's always a travesty when a musician dies as opposed to um, an actor because music can go anywhere. And it can mean so many different things to different people. It's actually phenomenal. But we'll be more to focus on Jeff Beck and current events right after these brief messages. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Medjugorje. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. May the blessing of tear be upon you. We have the new product at InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888 You're listening to The St. Thomas Show with St. Thomas on ResolutionRDO.com. Call in or listen now at 607-203-5423. That's 607-203-5423. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, Get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 
877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover selfdefensefund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Hi, this is Mike Howe, and you're listening to The Sonny Thomas Show. Yeah! And get the new album, Damned If You Do. Rest in peace, Mike Howe, one of the singers from Metal Church. Good news about that. We've also heard that uh, Metal Church um, is uh, working on getting a new singer. And... I do not know exactly what the story behind that is at the moment. Uh, however, there are some um, stuff in remembrance for Mike Howell that is available. Um, there is a, um, a Mike Howell Rest in Peace t-shirt um, that's actually available. I actually saw one at a show recently when I saw uh, – Wasp and Armored Saint uh, guy in front of me in the next row was um, wearing that, and I, I gave him prompts on wearing that, and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, brand new Metal Church album has just come out. Uh, it's limited to 300 copies, the best of Mike Howe from 2016 to 2021. It's a limited edition print picture disc, vinyl disc bundle. Only 300 copies available. Includes a memorial sticker, commemorative guitar pick, and an 8x10 limited print insert. So a lot of cool stuff there, and uh, like I said, I got the, I have the, um, the honor of uh, interviewing Mike Howe twice in 2016, and then again in 2019, and uh, very cool guy, man, very cool. So when I heard that he had died, I was really shocked. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And to find shortly afterwards he had uh, committed suicide. That's um, sad news to hear, of course. But I have heard that there is. Uh, they are looking at um, a new singer to take over the duties, so it's going to be interesting to see what Metal Church does after that, and hopefully they will be touring shortly there afterwards. Uh, again, so uh, Jeff Beck has um, has left the great uh, has went to the great unknown, and um, um, hopefully he plays guitar for eternity, uh, wherever his eternal reward may be. So uh, good stuff there. So we will feature more of Jeff Beck's music uh, throughout the broadcast, but wanted to capture some things. Uh, so we've, you can follow us on lots of social media. Uh, we've gotten a couple things uh, set up and other things we've gotten restored. Um, Wimkin, uh, we're starting to have a pretty good presence on there. Also on Getter, you can go to there and find uh, Sunny Thomas Show as well as Resolution RDO. Also on Parlor at Resolution RDO and, and Sunny Thomas Show. Gab at Resolution RDO, St. Thomas Show, and at Real St. Thomas. Twitter, we're actually still on there at St. Thomas Show. And, of course, Telegram, you can find us at St. Thomas Show, 
and Resolution RDO. Those are the main ones I'm kind of shooting with right now. I don't want to sit there and cover the entire expanse because I don't really have the time for all that shit. Uh, but there's a lot of cool stuff out there that we're trying to um, uh, look into, explore the possibilities. Also, last but not least, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of um, Resolution Radio Blood Tees. only have a few left. Uh, I believe in the large. I have maybe two or three uh, shirts left, and hopefully uh, soon we'll be getting ready to reorder. I was uh, very impressed with how fast most of those went, and um, uh, they've actually up very well. I've, I've uh, got a couple myself, and I've actually uh, really hammered them hard. And they're very thick twill uh, shirts, too, so they're very durable. So you can't necessarily wear them as much in the summer because they are heavy twill, and so um, you will get a little warm there, but it does make a striking um, look when you're out in the um, out in the public, for sure. Especially if you wear it with uh, black, because uh, it's a blood red shirt with uh, black and gray uh, print on it stuff, and uh, just some really good stuff uh, overall. And we were very happy with how it turned out, and a lot of feedback we got, as well as um, other people uh, giving. Um, feedback and suggestions of what they wanted to do. I have some other shirts uh, through Custom Ink already uh, designed up. It's just a matter of getting the funding to be able to uh, cover that. So I have a actual Resolution Radio shirt uh, with um, the coloring and the antennas that you're used to seeing with our logo, as well as um, I'll, I'll be looking at a limited edition reprint of the Who Died and Made You Sonny Thomas t-shirt. <laughs> um, so those are like classic. And so um, I've had some people tell me they, they really like to put that back in circulation. And I'm like, okay. So um, as we, the funds are able to come in, we'll be looking at in the future. Also, I'm also looking at opportunities to actually having a Resolution Radio store, which will feature the shirts. Uh, so I'll be able to get direct orders uh, to come in through that as well as carrying some other items, uh, such as uh, Harold Zeger's Burt, uh, book, Freedom's Nightmare, uh, when it comes out for its second edition soon. Uh, we will make sure we will have uh, copies of that in store as well as uh, some other things. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show last week with Lisa Haven. Um, she gave us some pretty good lowdown, especially her thoughts in the Twitter files. And so we covered a lot of ground there, and I am glad to have her on because I hadn't had her on in a number of years. And um, I've been a fan of her work for a while, and she's built up a pretty good uh, show as well as uh, some resources of her own. So her uh, her analysis is usually pretty spot on. So I got a lot of, a lot of respect for her. Uh, so, but you can hear the whole interview um, on the show from last week here on Resolution RDO. Um, coming up, I will be interviewing Michael Harris, the um, Dayton metal guitarist from the late '80s and early '90s from the fairly large band at, at that time, Arch Rival. Um, he also had a simultaneously uh, started uh, instrumental metal uh, album career as well. And he moved to Dallas years ago and had actually done extensive work at the Dallas Sound Lab, which also um, hosts other rock and metal luminaries such as King Diamond and uh, even Merciful Fate has recorded there. So uh, we'll be talking with Michael Harris soon on... Uh, his entire anthology. So we've been covering a lot of his background with Arch Rival, 
Uh, we'll be featuring some uh, rare uh, live stuff from uh, New Year's Eve, 1990, going into 91. So uh, that's um, that'll be some fun to play there, as well as a couple tracks from um, all three Arch Rival albums. And then we'll be also featuring a lot of uh, Michael's solo work as well, and even some stuff from Darkology, which is the, one of his more recent uh, projects he's done as well. So it's been a couple of years since we've had uh, Michael Harris on, so looking forward to that again. So we'll be definitely uh, doing that here on the Sonny Thomas Show. Now, Resolution RDO has actually gone through a lot of changes uh, last uh, several months. We had a lot of technical issues that we've gotten hammered out, as well as um, we've gotten um, some other things that we've been trying to hammer out as well. Some of the formats from some of the shows we feature um, have been shifting, and so we were able to deal with some of those issues and able to still crunch them. But others, um, like through Odyssey right now, they're not allowing any downloads. So some of our shows that we really enjoy putting on here, um, we have not been able to um, catch up with. So we're really disappointed. And I've also sent um, messages to those hosts to please make an MP3 version available because there's a lot of us that don't have a, a, a hi-fi connection to be able to listen to it, as well as many people can't listen to the videos and leave the phone on all the time, you know, because of the fact that they're working or something. And uh, you put it in your pocket, next thing you know, pauses, stops, activates other menus. I mean, it's a pain in the ass to, to have a video-only format. You need to have one that's uh, specifically – some settings allow you to turn the video off if you're like a, a premier member or whatever but a lot of people don't want to spend money on that shit but uh others are able to download mp3s and listen to them in their free time maybe they don't have any type of wi-fi connection and uh you know maybe they're out in their garage or something and they don't have a wi-fi out there they can listen to it while they're doing some of the work so there's a lot of reasons why people need to make sure when you do podcasts and stuff that you have an mp3 version available i know it takes a few extra minutes to format it I know what it, I know. It's like going through it myself. But the bottom line is, if if it makes it easier for people to be able to listen to your content, that's what matters. Is convenient, that's for sure. Okay, so we have a lot to cover here. Um, a little bit on uh, current events. Uh, Joe Biden's been caught again with more documents in um, places that should not be known, such as the uh, the Biden pen. Uh, location where he, I guess he had an office there while he was vice president. I can't understand um, how that was even to happen because the fact that, you know, why isn't he anywhere near the White House? Interesting situation. <clears throat> but definitely going to be uh, looked into um, uh, hopefully by the current Republicans that we have, but I don't expect that coalition to produce a lot of shit within a short amount of time. Kudos to the 20 Republicans that held out for 15 rounds, almost 15 rounds of voting before that bastard McCarthy got in. They made sure that um, they put the they put the hammer to him, so that way, if he fucks up in any way, shape, or form, uh, all it takes is one member stamp and said, "We want to vote," and he's out. And um, was just how I see. But the fact that Chip Roy from Texas, who I liked because he seemed to be uh, pretty much stalwart about standing up for state sovereignty and really asking some hardcore questions, puts forth the nomination of a black guy. 
Are you fucking kidding me, dude? This is not the Democrat Party, okay? I don't care what this Byron Donalds you think he is. Oh, he's a Christian when he was 21, and he did this. I don't fucking care, dude. We as whites cannot resort to the GOP as being the de facto party for whites, man. It's not working anymore. It's not. And and, and I've even seen in my local GOP when they bring in a speaker or whatever, and they're black or whatever. Oh, there's a black guy. He's such and such. You know, we'll just call him Nutty Baker. He's a Frederick Douglass Republican. What the fuck does that even mean, man? Frederick Douglass. He was an educated black man who was uh, educated by a white woman and uh, became a, a civil rights uh, activist and speaking out for blacks uh, and against slavery. Um, and, if you, and if you ever get a chance to go through their autobiography, Frederick Douglass, there's actually some very good information in there. But that being said, he was just a, he was an anomaly. Most blacks aren't like that, especially in those days. Now, I may say, well, Stoney, a lot of them didn't have access to education. I mean, they could have done something better for themselves. I get it. But also at the same stroke, you also had house niggers and you had field niggers, man. They're specifically trained for that particular job. And then we took them off the plantation and threw them out in the all streets. They didn't know what to do. What they got enough to do? Well, hey, you know, they got to eat. Well, thieving and robbing are pretty much by default. <laughs> so that's pretty much how it is. Uh, so now we're seeing a lot of blacks getting really uppity because they think their time has come. Well, yeah, it's coming all right, motherfucker. You come looking for trouble, you're going to find it, nigga. So I saw a video where some fucking, some jungle bunny was in a fucking restaurant trying to rob the place. He's got his gun out and everything else, waving around. Yeah, yeah. You know, doing a little sweet with it. Come out and then a diner steps up. And fucking just empties his mag right into his fucking ass. It's like he shoots him at least three or four times. The guy's still twitching. Looks like he's trying to reach for his gun. He fucking finishes him off. Kicks the gun out of the way. And that went up and uh, convict that guy. Dude, I'm sorry. But if you produce a gun and you try to rob somebody or even look like you're going to try to harm somebody, I'm sorry, dude. It's completely justifiable homicide to shoot that motherfucker. Because given the opportunity, he'd shoot you. You know what? Because I've seen too many times. I just saw a, a rob, a robbing video where a Punjabi man was fucking killed by a black man robbing his store. After, even after he fucking gave him the cash and said, "Here, man, here's the money. Here's the here, here's some extra cash. Go ahead and take this." And then he goes and fucking shoots him anyway. Blood sporting all over the fucking place. He's back there trying to find out if there's any more shit behind the counter. And he starts yanking some on some of the cords and shit. Trying to see, I guess, whatever may be there. He's trying to... But there's surveillance on him the whole time. So like I said, you know, they're not indiscriminatory. You know, they'll kill a fucking Punjabi man just uh, just as much as they would kill a white man. They don't give a shit. They're fucking savages, man. They got to get them new... They're Jordans, man. They got to go get that shit. They got to go get the uh, latest hot clothes to wear. Yeah, motherfucker, got to keep up with the Joneses. I can never understand how materialistic blacks are. I never understood that fucking shit. I mean, they would go and steal money from their fucking families, go sell food stamps, whatever it takes to get the latest pair of Air Jordans, which cost well over 100 some odd dollars. And I've seen some niggers in school where they were actually – by the time they got their first crease in their new gym shoes, got to go out and buy another pair, man. Boom. Got to get some new British Knights. 
boom, got to get some new Air Jordans. Boom, got to get a new pair of Pumas. It doesn't fucking matter, man. And the one thing I always say, too, is that they're, they they don't stick with, like, one team and, and be a fan. They go with whoever's winning, you know. When you understand that basic profile, man, it really makes them understand how easily they're, they're duped and manipulated into doing things. I mean, it really is. The thing that gets me the most is that, um, you know, whites by default are not racist. Most of us aren't raised racist. And even if we are, most of us may look at you with a, with a genocide of skepticism, but we'll make sure we'll, let, we'll give you enough rope to hang yourself. You know what I mean? Seriously. I don't. When I come up to a black person, I don't automatically assume he's a nigger. Now, if he's if he looks the part, you know, britches hanging off his ass, nappy hair, the fucking comb sticking out of the side of his head, you know, going, oh, shut man, shut homie. God damn, see, I'm right off the bat, dude, you're a fucking nigger. I'm sorry, man. I don't care what you do, try to convince me otherwise. You, you just done shit canned yourself from the moment you fucking stepped up. With your goatee and bling bling and everything else, man. I'm I just sorry. You're a nigger, okay? But a lot of black folks don't look like that. They don't act like that. A lot of people go, oh, you don't think there's any difference? Yeah, there's a distinct difference between white, uh, between black people and niggers. I know a lot of black folks, man. I've met some really awesome black folks in my time, man. I tell you, some really cool people. Oh, man. And, and, and because I actually, you know, we're really cool with them, you know. But I've also seen them as soon as a, a some sort of social issue comes up or some dupe, stupid motherfucker like Trayvon Martin gets shot. Then you see the real true colors who they are. Then they turn nigger real fucking quick. I, I, I mentioned this program many times that a black guy was up there during that shit. Thinking all of us are going to go shoot motherfuckers with Skittles and fucking hoodies and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck? Get the fuck out of my face, nigger. That's right. I said ER. I didn't say no A, bitch. You're a nigger. Get the fuck out of my sight. So about four or five months later, after all that Zimmerman got fucking um, um, acquitted, then about two or three weeks later, he starts kind of rolling around. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, son? He was like, what you want? Hey, man, just don't come up and say it. Oh, really? Dude. You sit there, run your fucking shit for all that time, then you come up and tell me this crap, and then he's going to sit there and I'm going to kiss my ass? I said it before. Fuck you, nigger. There's a door. So, I mean, seriously, it's like, you show me who you really are, homie. Now, you go get your black ass over there where you fucking belong and stop being a jungle buddy, okay? Seriously. I mean, that's the things that really pisses me off the most. It really does. It's sad. But. A lot of them look at us by default and think we're automatically fucking racist. I, I mean, I can even tell the terms I've heard. Snowman, honky, you know, uh, uh, God, what the fuck do they call white folks anymore? I don't remember the fucking names. They come up with some shit now. But the thing that gets me is with this Black Lives Matter bullshit, as well as all these niggas and keffers running around in fucking Europa, as well as all, this, all the uh, camel jockeys and shit, they think their time has come. And they're going to go beat up on any fucking white person who's by themselves. And a lot of these dumbass beta males always wear backpacks. That is a clear target to attack somebody. Besides, niggers usually attack in packs. They won't fight someone one-on-one usually. They'll make sure it's two-on-one, three-on-one, five-on-one, ten-on-one. 
and they do all the little drop kicks and jumps, and just like jungle bunnies do, and they fucking jump all over you and shit, and, and drop kick in your head, and do all this other stuff, but you know what, I've seen some of these, even chicks, man, I've seen chicks take on a fucking bunch of black bitches, and focus on one, and beat that bitch's ass, I mean, so it's just gonna have like four or five of her buddies trying to jump in, slap by some shit, but I've seen girls go up, grab, focus on that one bitch, and focus on, and just clean her clock, man. Bam, 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 bam. And just beat the fucking tar out of that bitch. And it's just like, yeah. Sometimes the other ones back off, because they see how bad their friend's getting fucked up. They know that's going to happen to them. So, you know, my biggest thing is these days, a lot of these fuckers start stepping up on somebody. Dude, you better be ready to fucking throw it out, man. Because I'll tell you what, some of us are getting to the point we just don't give a fuck anymore. Seriously, you come up and try to fucking run me off the road or, or, or ride my ass like you got a fucking problem, uh, I'm going to brake check your fucking ass. And if you still want to fucking, dude, it's game on, man. Game on. I, I had some nigger not too long ago fucking pull shit on me like that. I'm like, okay, right on. And then he tried to, I let him slide by, and then he fucking tries to pull that shit with the fucking guy in front of me. And, um. Uh, didn't have as much luck because he ran out of fucking space. Then he tried to pull shit on me again. I said, that's it, dude. I chased that motherfucker down as soon as I got to the fucking light. I jumped out, man. I grabbed this guy. Oh, man, he's lucky that fucking car door is locked. I was ready to yank that fucking door open and just leap in there and just beat the living shit out of that guy. I mean, seriously, dude. When you fucking, like, mess around with someone's vehicle and you, like, just miss someone by a fucking twat hair, dude, you got to expect someone to be irate. Believe me, I've had motherfuckers pull that shit on me for years. I chased them down fucking 75 like it was nobody's business, dude. It looked like a scene right out of fucking bullet, man. I mean, seriously. I was driving, chasing the motherfucker around like Steve McQueen and shit. Oh, yeah. I've had some motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm reminiscing right now some shit. <laughs> Oh, it was great. I played chicken one guy. This motherfucker cut me off, and he was, he was trying to pull some shit or whatever, and he, he tried to chase me down. So I just, I go all the way down where I, or this back street down there in Lower East End, and I fucking swung the car around a full fucking 180 degrees and just sat there at the end where, right where it, at the end of the road was barricaded, and I just sat there and waited for his ass to come around the corner. As soon as he did, I popped that fucker in gear, and I was already up the fourth gear, dude, right at him, playing chicken with that motherfucker. I was like, yeah, fucking maniac, bitch. He veered off. So I was just like, as a matter of fact, if I remember, he crashed into a couple of fucking metal trash cans that someone had parked by the fucking curb. But yeah, I probably scared the shit out. But you know, sometimes, you know what? I'm the crazy motherfucker you got to watch out for. Because, quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Because I'm sunny motherfucking team, bitch. <laughs> Make my day. Anyways, I'm getting well tangy here. But the thing is I wanted to cover is um, a lot of the crazy shit that's going on right now, when you see celebrities die and, and they start to focus on it, especially if they do focus on it. Someone like Jeff Beck who has a 50-plus year career, they're going to focus on that a little bit. Plus the fact that they're still focusing on that uh, Damar Hamlin or whatever his name is, um, the the football player that collapsed. I guess he had a heart attack right there in the fucking field. Dude, we're seeing stories pop up everywhere now, where basically um, 
I saw an 18-year-old MMA chick actually go and uh, uh, she just died. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. She was in top form, undefeated, getting ready to do another major major bout, and uh, poop, killed over and died, man. Fucking crazy shit, dude. But uh, that's the stuff that goes on. So, um, so Biden's been caught with more documents in places where they shouldn't be. What a shocker! Uh, and of course, with which you, you see with this Department of Justice, especially that Merrick Garland, part of the tribe, by the way, he's a kike. Uh, nothing's going to happen. That's just the way it is. Uh, we also saw the FAA really have their ass with two hands um, wide open, and uh, you know that could have been on purpose. They could have done that as a purpose glitch, as a beta test to see how people react. There's all sorts of crazy shit that's going on right now. However, some good news. Uh, Twisted Sister is going to return to the stage this month. They are doing, um, they're being uh, inducted into the Metal Hall of Fame. So Glam Metal Legends Twisted Sister will be back on stage this year, making the first time playing live since retiring back in November 2016. The one-off live return has been booked for the their Metal Hall of Fame, and it's going to be in... Um, at the Canyon Club in Agoura Hills, California, January 26th. Uh, Steve Vai and, Mark, and Mike Portnay will be in attendance to induct the band. And Portnay will also be uh, behind the kit uh, for Twisted Sisters since A.J. Perry died in 2014. So after that, they pretty much considered uh, Twisted Sister done because A.J. was very much an integral part of the group. And that's a fact. If you listen to the band, it's fucking obvious that... Um, Twisted Sister, the band is built around the drummer, and you can really hear it. I don't, doesn't matter D's outrageous personality, whatever the case may be. Um, Twisted Sister is AJ Pear, and everyone else is just a fucking window dressing man. So without AJ, they're I don't know why they don't have Joe Franco because he played on the last Twisted Sister album in '87, but that was originally supposed to be D's solo album, but it just didn't end up that way. But, uh, you know, and he also played with uh, Snyder during the um, Widowmaker albums. Good stuff there. But uh, we also saw that um, um, a former uh, child star, um, from Eight is Enough, has died from most likely the vaccine, especially with his... um, what was his name? Um, oh, shit, I just forgot the fucking thing. Hang on one second. Yes, yeah, so right here. Um, Adam Rich. Adam Rich um, died. He was a cute kid that was actually on the show. And... Uh, he was bragging about how, you know, with his Twitter thing about, oh, yeah, you know, don't, don't um, where, where is that? Adam Rich, uh, let's see if we can find the image here. Ah, shit. Yeah, here it is. Um, he says, I am vaccinated because... Where's that? I should have lost the picture. 
Yeah, he was he was a cute kid that was on the show back in the day. I remember watching that. When was that show, man? 77, 81. Yeah, God damn, that rings back the bell, dude. <laughs> yeah, Dick Van Patten, man. Yeah, his uh, tweet said, I am vaccinated because, A, I trust science, and B, I care more about the lives of my family and friends, and even you, than my own personal freedoms. And he spelled dumbs as D-U-M-B-S. <coughs> His name is Mud, and Mud spelled backwards is dumb. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> yeah, this is get vaccinated now, motherfuckers. So, yeah, guess what? You and uh, Bob the faggot, saggot are fucking dead because you took the shot. Dumb motherfucker, he got what was coming to you. Anyway, so um yeah, screw that guy. So you know, some of these child stars and shit, they really get desperate and stuff and they do stupid shit and they just never um seem to recover from that stuff at all. Yeah. Hey there, Toto. So um yeah, some interesting shit here. So, okay. So, we're going to hear uh, some more of Jeff Beck's uh, really awesome music. Uh, focused on some of his early stuff as well as stuff from his uh, 2010 album, uh, Motions and Commotion. So, we got a lot of stuff going on there. And uh, so, we're going to feature some more of his music uh, so you can kind of get a, a feel of what his stuff was like. So, I mean, that guy was, was a living legend for a long time, man. Seriously, it's like holy shit, dude. So it's it sucks that he's gone, but uh, some good shit. So we're gonna have a really good, interesting mix of stuff. So here is something from that album, uh, Emotion and Commotion. Here is Hammerhead. <laughs>
Prince Hammerhead by Jeff Beck. So uh, from his 2010 album, Emotions and Commotion. So we're going to feature some more stuff from him um, as well before the show uh, ends this evening. But uh, interesting uh, tidbit, I actually was having a conversation and was uh, seeing that uh, one of the interesting comments, uh, we talked about Joseph Stalin and how his body was like preserved in like a glass case for a number of years. Apparently, um, I actually was reading up on this this morning, and uh, his body it did lay in state um, in the mausoleum there next to Lenin uh, for like six years. And Khrushchev actually started speaking out against his uh, atrocities and shit, and they basically used to go and bury that there were prominent uh, Bolsheviks were buried, and eventually later on there was a bust of him uh, to help uh, underscore the fact that that's Stalin's resting place. But 60 years ago, on October 31st of 1961, the body of Joseph Stalin was removed from Lenin's mausoleum. Late in the evening, soldiers uh, cordoned off Red Square under the pretext of rehearsing for uh, the November 7th parade, and that's when they moved his ass. And yet this man was never held accountable for his crimes, you know? So I said, Stalin is probably considered the third most bloody mass murder in history, following the path of Lenin, but third after Genghis Khan and, and Chairman Mao, only because Lenin died early. But only Hitler is seen as the true Antichrist, yet FDR appeased him by calling him Uncle Joe. So know your enemy and their tactics. So yeah, that's just some crazy shit there. So also we see that New York is not just going to ban stoves, they're going to ban all gas appliances. Then I saw another uh, thing this morning. Uh, the five most um, um, shrinking populous states are all Democratic states. Uh, California, Illinois, uh, New York, no, West Virginia, Hawaii, and I forget what the other one is. But anyways, those are all Democrat-run states, and uh, people are leaving them in droves. Matter of fact, Florida has had the largest increase in population because of fucking Ron DeSantis and his policies, and people are going um, to Florida like it's going out of style, which would be interesting because the uh, cost of living down there is much higher, and there isn't that much industry but, but tourism. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, but, uh, again, you can follow us on a lot of these uh, channels on Getter, Wimkin, Telegram, Gab. Twitter and Parlor, uh, we're on all those, and I'm looking at some other stuff in the future. I'm trying to figure out how to actually maybe do some simultaneous broadcasts on some of these social media platforms, so you can hear FTS uh, live as it happens on many of those other platforms, and not just through Resolution Radio, uh, through Blog Talk, but uh, some good stuff uh, otherwise, that's for sure. But anyways. But, yeah, we've seen a lot of athletes dropping dead. I saw a story where uh, in Australia, a lady in the in the studio was uh, connecting with a reporter. And um, while they're talking about this, all of a sudden in the middle of things, she's like, she's having a hard time reading the teleprompter. And you tell she's getting a little kind of woozy. And then all of a sudden she says, I, I, I just I can't read it. And all of a sudden I start to roll in the back of her head as she missed steps. 
in a split second they heard it flipped it back to the to the host because I knew the chick just dropped probably just dropped dead. So that's some funny shit there, man. Some funny shit. But it does make you wonder, that's for sure. Okay, so we're gonna play um two more pieces from Jeff Beck. Um we're going to do uh his rendition of Over the Rainbow, which is actually really cool. Uh, then we're going to do an older track from his uh, glory days uh, called Situation. And um encourage everybody to uh, tune into the Resolution Radio Network. We're trying to get our shows back up to par. I have some other programs I have added, but I'm trying to get things back on a regular basis. And um, starting this weekend, we should be able to do a lot more with that as well. So here is Over the Rainbow, followed by Situation by Jeff Beck. Rest in peace, Jeff Beck.
to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. 